your fucking birthday. Ooh, I'm not really sure if that's how the song go. Also, that's the only part of the song that I know. I literally don't know any other lyrics to that song other than it's your fucking birthday. And really, that's all that matters. You know why? Because it's my fucking birthday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Welcome back to More Context, the podcast on my motherfucking birthday. That's why I look all jazzy. If you're watching the video, the, um, the visuals to the podcast, shout out to you because you get something a little extra special. And that is a glimpse of me actually looking like something. And I look awfully cute if I do say so myself. Um, welcome back to episode 18. If you may or may not have noticed, I took off a week unintentionally solely because last week i had dropped the uh the uh collection and that just took up like a whole lot of time um i did not expect to like i had every intention on recording a, uh, an episode last week but <sighs> me trying to like do orders make sure like everything on the site was okay um and i'm pregnant that shit is just a lot of work shout out to my baby daddy though because he held me to fuck down as he always does um so you know speaking of the collection <clears throat> i'd like to think it was a success um i did it a little differently this time around i what the fuck did i do so i opened up the quantity to like low-key kind of like unlimited um and you had, and I gave you 24 hours to order, you know, everything, you know, an unlimited size, whatever. And I did a little pre-sale on Thursday um, with limited quantity. So anyway, um, if you ordered on Thursday, your order went out first. And then, excuse me, if you ordered on Friday or Saturday, then your order still went out unless I didn't have your size in stock and then your order will be going out in um, about two to four weeks or whatever. So if you have not, if you are listening and you order something from the collection and you have not gotten a, um, you have not gotten a shipping confirmation, then I will be emailing you individually to let you know the status of your order. So I will be keeping you abreast so that you don't have to inquire because you know, that's just how I do. But low key, uh, USPS been stressing me out because um, a lot of the orders that I that actually went out first are still not registering, registering um, on the USPS tracking. So like I low key, I, I don't know why I give myself this type of anxiety, but I have been tracking some of your orders myself just to see, you know, see whose order is taking a little longer to see who's being delivered. And that has been stressing me out because there are quite a few orders, particularly from the first batch of orders that I sent out from the people who um, got their orders in Friday during the, the pre-sale. Some of those orders still are not tracking um, on USPS and I'm stressed about it. So, um, I, but I just want you to know that if you see your order and it's not tracking, it's not because I created a shipping label and then just haven't, you know, sent it to the post office yet. It's legitimately because I guess the post office has not scanned your order yet. So some people have already received their order as early as Wednesday. Some people like literally the first couple of people who name out like, who name I can remember came went out in their first batch. Not even tracking yet. So bear with me or bear with the post office. Cause I honestly is doing enough for my anxiety. Furthermore, bet you want to know what I'm doing for my birthday. Um, <clears throat> so normally I do love to go somewhere tropical, somewhere warm, somewhere wet somewhere humid somewhere good for my skin um but you know we are still in the panera of the world so 
I decided to kind of keep things low key, kind of, sort of, kind of. I mean, you know, low key for me, I guess. Um, okay, let me fill you in on this. One thing about me, I motherfucking love the aquarium. Like, I love aquatics. I remember people used to ask me if I could have a dream job, what my what my dream job would be. And I used to always say a dolphin trainer until I realized that sometimes that shit is just not... I don't think that's okay for the dolphins, like, to take them out the wild and train them niggas to do tricks and shit. So, I recant that as, like, my dream my dream job. I think now my dream job would be, like, to get paid to travel and then tell everybody about it, but also find, like, cheat codes and, like, life hacks and um, ways to save money. Like, that would be my dream job, like, to go on, like, exotic, expensive as fuck vacations, but, like, find a way to do it on a budget. Um, which is essentially what I do now. Anyway, for my birthday, oh, so I say all that, I say all that to say one thing that I've, that I've always loved to do, um, especially when I travel domestically is, and, and more particularly to a state that I've never been to, um, one thing that I've always loved to do is to go to different states and to, um, to see if they have an aquarium first and to visit that aquarium well i've been to atlanta tons of times plenty of times and i've done quite a few of the the tourist things like um i've been to the coca-cola factory you know stuff like that but i've always held off from going to the to the aquarium here because i've always known that it is like one of the best aquariums in the country and yesterday, I actually just found out that it's the best aquarium allegedly in the world. So I was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to go to Atlanta to go to the aquarium. And so I'm in Atlanta to go to the aquarium. And I should be leaving in about the next 50 minutes because of um, due to Covina. Um, there's a time slot. Don't mind me. You mind turning on that light for me? Appreciate you. <laughs> so... So, um, so due to Covina, there's a time slot when you get your tickets, you got, you have to, um, you have to like get a time slot. So my time, my time slot is from two to two 30 and it's one ten right now. So basically, you know, there's no time limit, time limit of being in there, but you have to, um, you have to get there by a certain time. So, um, I definitely wanted to do the party part first because, you know, I, I like to have my part up by five o'clock on Fridays and I figure if I can at least record it, it might not go, I might not, can't get it up before we leave, but it can, it can kind of be in the making, you know, like once I get back, there's not much that I have to do. So this might be delayed, but better late than never, kind of like last week. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm really, really, really looking forward to that. I'm really excited about that. Um, I, I plan on taking my time low key. I plan on having my AirPods in. I might be listening to a little lo-fi in the background just because I feel like I, I'm definitely not in the mood to be around a lot of people, especially children. I know, I know I like mine is pending, but like that's going to be mine. So like, obviously I'm going to feel like being around mine, but I just don't really feel like, like hearing like kids and people and I don't know what it is about me, but like to hear people like just be loud and like, like yesterday I was, um, I was in the downstairs lobby and I was like waiting for my food so that I can bring it upstairs and the lobby was motherfucking lit. Okay. They had music and people enjoying themselves and having a good time and laughing and shit. And I'm just down there like, why y'all gotta laugh so loud? <laughs> so, so, um, the introvert in me you know, we'll be having my AirPods in and my mask on, but I will be cute. If you are, if you are watching the visuals, you see that I have on this. So I actually have on like a whole one piece situation, uh, like a jumps cat suit, I guess you could say. Um, and this was like one of the first things that I bought actually when I found out I was pregnant because I just think pregnant women look beautiful when they have on like a cat suit, like cat suit, like you could see like their full 
figure with the belly bump or whatever. And now that I am officially six months pregnant, that sounds crazy because I, re I literally remember when I was five weeks. But um, now that I'm six months pregnant, I'm all belly. I finally got my pre-weight back and I'm actually a little bit heavier than I was before um, I got pregnant. I told you when I first found out, like the first couple weeks of me being pregnant, I, um, I had lost a good amount of weight. I probably lost like 15 pounds. Um, and so now I've finally made it back to my pre-baby weight, but I also gained a couple pounds. And I gained it in all the right places because, I mean, I am all belly. And, of course, you know, my boobs are getting bigger. But that ass, though. <laughs> anyway, this episode is rather special because, I mean, obviously, not just because it's my birthday. But because we're coming up on Valentine's Day. Now, Valentine's Day has not quite been a thing for me. Like, not because I am, like one of those people that like if i wasn't in a relationship and it's like oh fuck valentine's day and everybody in love and i don't, i just never really i never really major holidays just well i don't know if this is a major holiday but holidays like this are very commercialized and i feel like they are invented to like make people not even some of them are invented to, to make you sell money. Some some of them are do come from like advertising and marketing and shit like that. But um, some of them are like have been like so commercial commercialized that like it make you like just roll your eyes and shit. And Valentine's Day is one of them for me. Valentine's Day I feel like is very sexist. I feel like it's very one sided. I feel like I feel like no matter I feel like you can be an individual and celebrate Valentine's Day but i feel like mainstream makes puts puts that pressure on on men to make them feel like they have to go above and beyond to celebrate love for their woman on this one day and i feel like i'm not even gonna say the cliche phrase of like love should be celebrated all year round we know that but my thing is like if you want to celebrate valentine's day i feel like it should be celebrated equally like i feel like if if you have expect expectations of your male counterpart um, or if you are in, you know, a homosexual relationship and one of one of your like one of you takes more of the quote unquote masculine lead in the relationship and you feel like the pressure should be more on them to cater to you. I feel like that's fucked up because both of y'all are in the relationship. So why should the why should Valentine's Day revolve around a woman like if you are in a, a mutual relationship, right? So I've always I've always looked at um, Valentine's Day like that. I feel like they hike up prices for no reason and it makes it hard for me to celebrate my birthday because if I'm trying to book a flight or let's say I wanna go to dinner or some shit like that, then it's like special menus. And it's like, I don't want that pre-made shit. I want the stuff that's on a regular menu because it's my birthday and fuck Valentine's Day for making all these prices go up. Um, but because it is Valentine's Day and I feel like I always, I always, you know, mention my baby father turn, my boyfriend turned baby father turned fiance. I feel like now is a good time to like let y'all know who he is and like, so like today we got a special a special guest on the show and it just so happens to be my boyfriend slash baby father slash fiance. Hey Corey. <laughs> um so you're gonna have to speak up too. I know you cool as shit, but like <laughs> <laughs> the people really wanna hear from you, my nigga. Like you are a whole secret. Like you are like it's not even a secret, but not a secret. You are a whole mystery to these people. Like you're not on the internet. You're not out here in these streets. <laughs> so like people sure, sure. people really don't even know who you are. So like this this episode is probably gonna go crazy because niggas be nosy and they wanna know who is Brio's other half. And this is him, my man, man Scory, my man, my man, man CP. I'm on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Facts. Facts. So, so um, we're going to start off by like telling you pretty much how we met. 
and I guess how we got here today. So I felt like it was important because I was gonna do it by myself, but Corey like to think that like I be leaving off some of the details or like yeah. I don't be telling shit right. So <laughs> we gonna really hash it out now. All the de well not all the details, but some of the details that like need to be known between like how we met, you know, you know, some little things that happened in the middle, how we got here, whatever. So how we met. The date was May 30th, 2015. Right. Um, I so i've always done stuff by myself that is not new to me especially in 2015. so i was in i was in philadelphia which is where my man cp is from shout out to philly um so i was in philly for the roots picnic um erica badu was headlining with with the roots which for some reason i did not i wish we had known each other at least the day before because i really would have stayed at his house right. in philly and i would have got a chance to see erica badu but um i still regret that by the way <laughs> but um but um we met in philly at the roots picnic so what happened was um i was there at the roots picnic by myself and but i was i was kind of hanging with a couple that i've known from college shout out to jamal and tia they were there they're from um new york or whatever oh. yeah <laughs> the bull mall um they were there from they had came down from new york so i was there by myself but like i knew them and i was kind of like hanging with them and then on the reverse side this stranger here was also <laughs> well he was a stranger at the time Strange. but this guy here was also was also there by by himself but he had also like saw like a couple that he had knew and so he was just kind of like you know right. shooting the breeze with them um but we all just so happened to be like chilling in the same section and i want to say well same area of what's what is it pins landing right okay so um so and i want to say this is probably like the middle of this was probably the middle of the roots pic the picnic at this point. It wasn't like the beginning. It definitely wasn't the end, cause it um it was probably like the mid the middle or whatever. Cause I Uzi was there that that year I think, and like Uzi had already gone on and he was like running on roofs roofs and shit like that. Yeah, he was turned up. That's so first time I ever seen Uzi. Uzi, my nigga, I was excited to see him, but um powder and all that was crazy. He did have a green powder, so um so. What happened was I had actually had these sneakers on that I had never seen in my sides. The uh, Nike phone posits in Baltimore, we call them dopes. I don't know where you, where you, what you call them, where, you, where you're from, but in Baltimore, we call them dopes. But anyway, this was when the Nike phone posits started coming out in the smaller size. And the first size that I had ever seen was like this lime green color that my sister, my, my little sister um, actually gave to me. And so I had them on. So Corey's opening line <laughs> was <laughs> his opening line was, yo, I didn't know they made those in your size. And I was like, yo, me neither. Like I was, that's why I got, that's why they're in this color. Like my sister gave them to me. And so from there, we just was cool. We was just kind of shooting the shit. So Jamal and Tia actually left the Roots picnic kind of early. And so I just was chilling with Corey and his, the two people that he knew they went on and did their thing because like i said technically none of us were like with each other like we had all you know like, went like there yeah each other there, there, right so so um so i ended up hanging with corey so um the headliner erica badu and the roots came on that night you know they closed the show but um and i didn't i didn't have any intention on staying the night because I had actually been in the area all week because for my previous job, I used to go to Philly all the time and work, excuse me, and work in South Jersey. So I had actually been in, in Philly like all week. So I didn't plan on spending the night. I planned on going home. And so I didn't see Erica Badu that night because, um, cause you know, I was tired and I, I knew I needed to get on a road. And Corey was like, yo, like, he was like, um, you can, you can stay at my house. Like you can sleep on the couch, like no funny shit. Like, and knowing who he is now <laughs> i believe that i really could have stayed and i should have 
stay at his house and like chilled on the couch. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm cool. You're right. You a stranger, nigga. Stranger danger. <laughs> so, so, um, so you know, I went home or whatever. And at, at some point during the night, I had like my phone out. And he kind of like put his number in my phone when I had my phone out. It was like very casual, very cool. At no point did I feel like he was really trying to holler. And um, and then he was like, you know, well, let me know when you get home. And normally I be igging niggas like, yeah, okay. But I just so happened to text him when I got home. And I was like, you know, it was, it was like cool hanging with you and I'm home or whatever. And then he called me the next day, that, five, that Sunday and we've been talking ever since so like and when i say talking ever since i mean like we would talk on the phone literally from like sometimes he would call me when i was still at work so he would call me at like he would call me door because you was driving to work i think this was when you were still working downtown right, right. or something like that yeah you was driving to work and um he would call me at like 4 30 or whatever when he got off work and i would still be at my office and we would talk from like 4.30 and I would be like, I'm going to call you right back when I was getting off of work because I, I would have to go down to um, the garage to get in my car. Right. And I would be like, I'm going to call you right back because my phone will come out. So I would go down to my car I, and I would literally would not say I'm going to call you back until I was at the elevator. And I would be like, I'm going to call you back. I would get in my car, finally get service, call him right back. And we'd be on the phone till like 1 o'clock in the morning. We did that shit all the time. This is your version, right? Nigga, that's the real life version. That's not how it went. You skipped some, oh, from, I guess I got paying from my perspective, too. Like, legitimately from when we met each other. You skipped some stuff. What happened? Well, from my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hear this. Yeah, I mean, for the way I seen it. So, I'm there, I'm walking around, working, can't say work the room, but working the crowd. And, um, you know, I'm big on skin. So, you got nice skin, nice teeth. You know, I'm usually attracted to you, but I seen your sneaks. So, I'm like, yo, she like, I really was like, yo, I didn't know they made those in like youth size when they start making foams. In right. Like youth size. My sentiments exactly. So, me being me, I don't like, I don't technically know how to like holler at girls. I don't really have. My game is just, I'm just going to acknowledge something that's with a least sexual thing because you know that usually gets you out of here but <laughs> something like you know that you wouldn't be expecting so and it was the truth like i really was like yo i didn't know and that kind of was like an icebreaker for us to start talking etc um and you had i seen your tattoo i was like wow and oh i did my shoulder right, had a, oh. she had, you know shoulder out she had like these little um shorts on and I said a certain thing that I thought was gonna get me in trouble. I was like, you look like you got like a sneaky body. Like oh, you yeah. can't really see it, but you had these little cut off shorts on. He was like, Yeah, you pretty much right. <laughs> so that let me know. <laughs> got a little like, ass underneath. Yeah, like that she was like <laughs> you know kind of cool. Like she was cool. Mm -hmm. She was kinda of thorough. She I'm wasn't cool. timid or whatever like that. And then um she had her phone out and I kinda just while we was talking I just start Pressing like contact, type of my name, mm. in, put my number in, and then you know, and you were just like looking like you just gonna like basically you just gonna debo my phone or whatever Facts. like that. Cause I was not in the phone at, at all. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so you know, definitely asked him if he had Instagram. I think maybe not at that point, but right, I know, right, right. yeah. And then um, you know, then I you know we was you was trying to see you was like you know every because you know of course you're short. And um, you were trying to see the show. And so I helped you get on... Um, on the gate. On the gate or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, she comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, we was like, we was really vibing. So when everybody left and kind of dispersed or, you know, we were kind of still kicking it, still shopping it up, you know, um, you know, just joking around or whatever. And then she rolled out. And she what she said is true. I did say... Because at that time, I'm like, man, this girl cool. I'm like... And she was telling me how she was tired. I'm like, yo, text me when you get home. Let me know you got home safe because you was, you know... Was really talking about. I know that drive was, you know, wasn't too far. I didn't know exactly where she lived at. So, um, you know, fast forward, I think it was like mm, that next day, or maybe was it was it a Saturday? It was maybe it was the next day. I hit you like, yo, I'm trying to see you. Yeah, it was the next. That's what I'm saying. That Sunday. Right. I'm trying to see you, and you was like. And you were spinning me crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yo, she's spinning. I me. had plans. Right. She had a whole nother situation lined up. 
And I'm like, why is she spinning me? Because I knew she was feeling when she's spinning me. And I'm like, yo, we go get breakfast? Because that's like my thing. I like to go to breakfast, you know? Oh, yeah. So the Roots picnic was on a Friday. Right, right, right. And then you was trying to come I'm down. I trying to pull up down D.C. on Saturday. Right. To kind of catch a vibe. Yeah. And then you was spinning me. And then um, Sunday, we talked heavy. We was talking for a minute. And then I think it was that next weekend. Yeah, that actually, you actually came actually down. actually pulled up. And yeah. We, we hung out. And um, it's just when you think about life and you just think about meeting people and like somebody you don't know and then you gain rapport within a week time period. Within that week, you're actually walking into this woman's home. But when you look back yeah. at it, it's not like... I cooked dinner for this woman. <laughs> but it wasn't like you cooked dinner for me. You well... Were, we was hungry. And you was like, I don't really want well, to eat. Well, like, when you... He was coming down. Okay, so this was the following week after we had met. So right. that following Sunday. No, or did, was it that same weekend? No, no was it was the next week. So yeah. we, we talked all that week. I talked all that week. And then he was trying to come down that following Saturday. And I was like, no. Like, I kept spending them, like he said, because, you know, I had other plans. But he, it, he did end up coming down that following Sunday. And when we was talking on the phone, I was like, you know, I be cooking, so... Um, I'm definitely, I definitely plan on making food. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like me trying to kick game. Like, yeah, I'm right, going to cook sure. for I you. That. That, yeah. It was like, you know, I'm cooking and like, I didn't even tell him, I didn't even ask him what he wanted to eat. Cause I was making chicken Parmesan and he didn't, he don't even like chicken Parmesan, but he liked my chicken Parmesan. So, right. so, um, so, and he spent the night and, um, and I remember because that previous Thursday, like, his car had got stolen. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. No, for real. My life was that. So, at that time, um, so it was crazy. That week, during that work week, I had, you know, my car had got stolen. I had got a rental. And I, you know, I had came down there. And then that was, I think, the day before you came down or the day of you, the day you came down was when... They found your car. So you had to be back. You had to go back. You had taken off that Monday, but you had to go back to right. like resolve all that stuff with your car or whatever. Yeah, so that was that was 2015 was a crazy year. And then, you know, we vibing, talking back and forth. Um, then my grandma died. Mm -hmm. My dad's side, who I had met. When he was in LA. Yeah, I went to <laughs> LA. Um, we was talking out there. But wait a minute, let me tell y'all. <laughs> Let me tell you all about how what happened when his mixy ass was in LA. Definitely glad I was lying. You can't fraud out here. No, and that that you know what? You That's why out. we got so far where we are now because neither one of us lie. Like we overly respect each other to the point where I don't lie in general, but I definitely feel like it's important not to lie to your significant other or whatever. But about your whereabouts. Um, just in general, not a, even about your whereabouts. But you jammed up this sure. this man that don't even have the internet, right. don't have no um, social media account or whatever. Um, I see him on this girl, this girl that um, I went to high school with. Um, he had when I don't know I don't know if y'all heard of like one of his um, really good friends Ron Bass, but he's like a pretty well known um, artist. Matter of fact, he made this birthday card. He sell birthday cards, so if you are interested, this is where my birthday card came <laughs> from, and I was so excited to get Bass. this. So Bass is is um, a really good friend of ours now, but was a really is you know started out as. A really good friend of Corey's like they're you know they're really close they went to college together or whatever whatever so they was out in LA together mixy. being mixy, Super mixy. and I was I, time. And, time to <laughs> <laughs> no 2015 was a good ass year but yeah. um I I saw so it's this girl that I went to that I went to college with and she is a model and a professional dancer Very and attractive. and of a all right. <laughs> That's why I was in the pool. <laughs> and, and um she's a model, a dancer, and a um now she's an actress or whatever, right? And I saw his ass in the background of her Snapchat. I was like, oh I let you know right there it was Snapchat. Right. So <laughs> right, because I don't even have Snapchat no right. more. Crazy. But yeah, being mad mixy. But 2015 was a mixy ass year. And but 2015 was a good ass year for individually for both of us, but also, you know, together. Like we hung out all that year. 
Um, we ended up going to the um, Budweiser. What is it? The what you call Made in America Festival together. Um, so then we got to 2016, and my feelings started getting involved a little bit. You know, you know that girl shit. But me being a little different from every other every other person. You know, I felt like I could no longer just go around not telling this man that I did, that, you know, that I didn't have, you know, certain feelings for him or whatever. So I told him, you know, I think it was like, it was like late February, March, because I was in Curacao on vacation. No, I was in Miami. No, I was in Panama. I was in Panama on vacation with uh, one of my best friends, Tammy or whatever. And um, basically, Corey and I had went um like it just seemed like we was getting a little distant like he wasn't we wasn't talking that often and you know it just it just was getting weird or whatever so finally it, we had to i just had to come out with it and be like you know i do like you whatever and he had known and i was like but i still don't want to be in a relationship like i still don't want anything to change or whatever but you know him being a guy like they don't be believing that shit and why would you because most girls will say that shit and they don't even be believing that i mean they don't even be for real about it but i was for real about it i was like i still don't want to be in a relationship like i but i think it's fair for you to know that like i do like you and like my feelings have progressed or whatever so that you know took him you know took him for a little spin and he was like nah i i can't really you know for whatever for his reasons he was like you know i can't I'm here. I, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm here. I can that. Well, yeah. You can, you can tell the people why. But basically, based on based on his reasons why, he we stopped talking. Like, dead stopped. From, like, March until probably, like, sep late September, early October, something like that. So, what was your reasons for, like, not, um, for, for, dead in the communication for falling black for falling back and fading the black on a nigga <laughs> well i think you know sorry every guy you know moves different or whatever but when you are kind of just moving throughout life and you're kind of just i guess it's focused on just living and then unfortunately and fortunately you meet people who you value their time they value your time and at some point you both become selfish, so you're willing to sacrifice your time, or you're willing to have them sacrifice their time to be with you. And I think at that time in my life, I was not ready to sacrifice my time to be with anybody. That makes sense. And it wasn't personal toward anyone. You know, I was just kind of just, I was, I wanted, I wanted to, I enjoyed my freedom and not right. being obligated to be responsible for somebody else's feelings. Right. And if you don't want to be responsible for somebody else's feelings, and you don't, and I respected you. So much, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But not enough to tell me why he was fading to black. He just faded to black. Well, because, well, I, I understand that. Because, <laughs> but it's hard to communicate that when the person, because usually, so most girls will say, the caveat in what you said was, oh, I don't want things to change. Right. Which is like 99% out of 100 where... Sometimes even what you say emotionally, you yeah. can, I know me personally, you can see it in a girl's eyes when your situation changes. It's yeah. like a fork in a row. Yeah. It's nonverbal. You either got to choose y'all going to be together or right. you yeah, got to leave her alone. And yeah. I knew we had reached that fork prior to you saying Yeah, that. I know. That was why I felt like I had to say <laughs> right. it. Because yeah. cause before right. I said it, I feel like I was saying things or doing things that seemed like I was trying right. to manipulate the situation. Sure. Where instead of me saying like, oh, I miss you why like why don't you come down and visit or like right. something like that i was saying shit like damn you always with your with your niggas or something like that and that's not even me as a person like i don't even talk like that i don't even care when right. you know what i mean so it was like all right i'm trying so hard to mask this that like i just need to like tell this nigga how i feel and, they, and people go through because at the end of the day you know yourself longer than you know anyone else and it's like, even right now, even to this point right now, I know, I know, I've known myself for 35 years. Today, you know yourself. Old for ass 30, nigga. Yeah, for 33 years. You I'm know 33. I mean? So I'm catching up on you. Yeah. And you catching up on me. And at the same time, 
you're trying to evolve and unlearn certain things that from your past and childhood and how to move and conduct yourself with women or with men. So when it comes to you, you know, you were probably the way you handled yourself with men when you was 20 versus 33. So be different than me, how I dealt with women back when you met me at that time in 2015, when I was out here just traveling and running the world and being mixy and just, you know, being Corey to a point where it's like, well, what do you really value? Yeah. So it's like, can you, do you value your freedom and just being able to embrace all this different energy or have you found some energy that really, really, really aligns, maybe not what everybody else may think or whatever, but like I had to change myself and what I what really mattered to me to be like, okay, this person has what I need. I may want all this other, you know, guys, superficial shit. And then all of a sudden you realize like, okay, this really matters. And it's like, then when you scale it back, you're like, well, I can have everything I need in this one person if I just change how I look at what really matters. And that's the maturity thing, and that's the time. And nobody gets to that point at the right time. So even with all that, well, she don't feel that some way. Some people do get to the to that point at right. the right time because clearly we are we are here now. And I told him before that I've never ever been in the position where like right. I told a nigga that like that I fell back from a nigga and was able to recover those feelings. And let me tell you, that was one of the hardest things I've ever I've ever had to do. Just as an, an Aquarius for real, who is very emotionally inclined i'm very in touch with my emotions and shit and when i say i'm putting them away i put them away i bury them and then they become dead to me so but to get over the nigga i had to like bury those feelings right so like months have gone by and you know i started entertaining because i mean i was you know we was doing our own thing anyway prior to that i like to say we pre-game for two years and then and then and then we got our shit together whatever so like you know while we was pre-gaming i was doing my thing he was doing his thing whatever that means you know right. um and and it's crazy because i was never in a position where when we weren't together like when i was like at home in maryland and he was in philly i was like wondering what he was doing or what bitches he was with or whatever like i never ever ever made myself insecure like that because i felt like when we was together he made me feel like we're like we're here together like i'm with you and you're all that matters and really that was all that matters to me right, so okay well right. <laughs> so uh, so um right <laughs> well i'm proud of you for that right. um so um so yeah so you know months pass or whatever so um, he started hitting me like every now and then like he started hitting me like once a week or every other week And I'm like, what the fuck do this nigga want? Like he stopped, he stopped talking to me and I was like entertaining it But I was like keeping it short and cute because I was like, no, it's not like shit ain't sweet my nigga So <laughs> I had um, no clue you felt like that because I was really being genuine, Because you like, gotta understand like <laughs> I had no idea why you just stopped talking to me I was like that was a real asshole thing to do. So like what do you want now? um it's a tough spot to be. so so you know i like i started giving in or whatever and so like um so i i like visit like i would i would be coming from new york and i would stop in philly and i would like see him we would probably get something to eat or whatever and then i wouldn't stay i would go home or whatever and so you know we started just getting closer and then we actually started so probably like a month passed and we actually started talking about like you know our feelings like for real and like what what made him you know go his way and how that made me feel and stuff like that so then i had actually had tickets to the jay-z concert the 444 concert in brooklyn and i asked him i was like because for me i was like i feel like if we go together like this will kind of this will be a good time for us to really you know see where our relationship is if it's back to if it's you know what we don't where we going what we doing or whatever so we went to the four, the 444 concert in Brooklyn. We had a really good time. Of course, then we go, then we saw Jamal and Tia. We didn't, we didn't go with them. We saw them, and then we went to dinner with them afterwards. I think, I think we went out to eat with them afterwards. Cafeteria. Yup, yup. So Jamal and Tia play a special role in our relationship because they've <laughs> been literally since the beginning when they got married in 2017 in New Orleans. We went to the wedding together. Right. Um, so when we get married, um, we plan to not have anybody there except for Jamal and Tia if, you know, if they can make it or whatever. Um, cause now Jamal and Tia are married and they have a daughter themselves or whatever, but 
I believe so, yeah. Because we was together at that point. Were they went to Miss 18. 2018. Yeah, because they... Yeah, I was to 18. Yeah, that was, was 18. So it was hot as shit. But, um... But yeah, so okay, so we went to the concert together. We had a really good time. Um, and then I so I had to leave that next day. I left from New York. I had to go to Minnesota for work. And then from Minnesota, I went to San Diego to see my friend Danica. Shout out to Danica, that's my dog. But um I went to San Diego to visit Danica and I was and I had this conversation with Danica. I was like, Yeah, you know, basically i kind of recapped our relationship and i was like um i was like you know if if we don't you know define well not really define but if we well yeah if we don't really define kind of what we're doing now at this point because i've done it for two years with this nigga now <laughs> so if, if we don't really define kind of now what we're doing because my feelings are kind of back now i was like then i'm not really gonna entertain it like i did you know those two years prior like we just gonna have to be cool and fortunately right. i didn't even have to initiate the conversation because like as soon as i came back you know it just was it was we put it out there and like it was right. said and it was and that was what happened so that was the end of 2016 when we officially began dating for real for i mean 2000 yes it was well the very the very beginning oh wait <laughs> Damn, hold up. You got to chill. You got a baby brain. <laughs> Wait, so then what happened in 2017? Yes, it was. Because we went, when when did we go to the concert? 2016? No. 2017? Right. November. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad, y'all. We stopped talking in 2017. <laughs> but I'm the one that was in the way, though, right? You don't even know. You all we this stopped. love and feelings you was harboring. You don't even know when they happened. This is what I'm talking Cause about. Because dates don't matter, yo. It's what's in your heart. <laughs> but no, on all serious, it's like companionship is like... I mean, it's like hitting a lottery. Like, I don't judge nobody come together, fall apart. Yeah. Because you don't... When you step back and just zoom out, you know, you never know what people have going on in their life outside of what you have going on and vice versa or the things they experience to keep them from jumping at you when, they, when you think they should and vice versa. And that is really the key in a lot of this. Like, if she hadn't felt the way she felt at the same time, I felt like, you know, I did. You don't know. You don't know what could have happened. You're like, it's yeah. really... Everything happens for a reason, yeah, honestly. you really got to pay attention to things. And if it really pulls on yard and it really matters to you, and it's not superficial, it's not yeah. surface, because all that stuff is fickle and it changes all the time. But it's like, outside of her, you being attracted to her internally, externally, just... What do you need around you to help you grow? Yeah. From a companion. And if you meet that, you might have met that person years ago, but you wasn't ready. It didn't line up. So there's a reason why certain things just you fast forward. It's like, no, I got to lock in right now because this can change the, you know, projection of my life from this point forward. And it has. So, so it's, it's, hard, it's hard to tell. We started dating at the, we started dating monogamously. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of 2017. Any objections? <laughs> yeah, you can, you, can, you can say that. You can go with that. Um, like, like, yeah, I would say, yeah, January it was 2018. Like, yeah, it was like January yeah. 2018, something like that. Um, and so... And that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Yeah. My memory's better than yours, clearly. Mm, that's subjective. Um, so, so we started dating monogamous, monogamously, like January, 2018 or whatever. And so I had actually left my apartment in December of 2017 because I had plans on, um, I had plans on moving to like a different city, state, country. Like I had plans on getting the fuck. I was like, I was um, working for Lockheed Martin at the at the time, and Lockheed Martin is worldwide. And I was just at a place where I was like, just tired of like shit just being the same. So I, I had got rid of my lease, and my plan was to stay at my grandmother's house for the entire year of 2000. Well, until like for like six six to nine, excuse me, six to nine months of 2018, right, right. rack up a little bit, and then. Like, look, I was, I planned on, like, traveling to different places to see what I liked, find, looking for jobs in, like, those areas that were attractive to me. And I was going to move to whatever. And I'm talking about Cali. 
I, I was looking at Puerto Rico real heavily. I was looking at like some parts of Florida. Um, I was really planning on getting out of here. And so, um, so you know, then that's when love happens. Um, <laughs> and so instead of moving to a different place in 2018, you know, things kind of took a gravitational shift. And that's when he started looking at jobs in the DC area. And when his lease was up um, in like November of October. October of 2018, he ended up moving down to the DMV area with me. And then we kind of started our life together. Yeah, so, so 2018 brings us to 2020. We are in a Panera, Panorama, um, and you know, I mean, he's always, he's always been my best friend and people was like, you know, the pandemic is really going to make or break relationships and that shit ain't really changed for us. Um, you know, he, he was working from home. Well, he's working from home. I'm working from home and we are, um, still cohabitating very easily together. Of course, we've outgrown our condo. So that's actually how we got into the condo that we're in now. Um, my yoga instructor slash homie my really good friend rachel she owns the condo that we live in and it just so happened that fate has it where <laughs> at the time of us needing somewhere to live together she was looking for somebody to rent her condo um and so i was like yo i'm your guy and so that's it was definitely a blessing because the rent is a perfect price um well, and not even that was that I had applied for a job in August, had got the job, interviewed for the job, mm -hmm. September 20th, got hired for the job, the September 25th, had to start the job October 1st. Yeah. And we didn't move into the apart. We didn't move into the condo to like November 15th or something like that. So my lease was up, just God willing, September 30th. So it kind of all worked It lined out. up. Crazy. It was just crazy. Like, so he like, came down. Um, we stayed in a hotel together for about two weeks or so. And then he stayed at his cousin's house. His cousin's house who lived in the area. Um, he stayed at her house the for, for the rest of the time until the condo was ready. And we moved into the condo together. And I moved out of my grandmother's house. So, um, so you know, I think that is the best that's always been the best situation that we could be in even now to this day with us um had been looking for a house we started looking for a house this past um this past summer before we even got pregnant and now that we are pregnant and our time limit is just crazy it's like we're fortunate that we are not locked into a lease to where we can't move out or we got to pay month to month and then the rent is crazy or whatever so so things are just like panning out you know perfectly how how they need to be but okay, so um, so I told y'all about the engagement story, um, and if you didn't listen to that, like I said, I, I'll recap real quick. So in December of 2020, I had went to, I had went to um, Mexico. I go I go on a solo vacation for Christmas every year, and I, <laughs> and I do it like that because you know we typically spend um, Thanksgiving together with his family. And then, um, and then, you know, I like to do, I love my solo trips. So I went, I, you know, like to do my solo trips for Christmas or whatever. And so this past year, 2020, I have, I was going, I had decided to go to Puerto Vallarta and I asked him if he wanted to go and surprisingly, surprisingly, he was like, yeah, he'll go. So, well, <laughs> shut up. <Carry> on. <laughs> so, um, so I still did, you know, a couple of weeks by myself. I mean, a couple of weeks, a couple, a few days by myself. And then he met me out there on Christmas day and he proposed to me, um, Christmas night. And so I'm not going to go in detail about, you know, the details of the engagement. Cause I did that before in a previous podcast, ringing in the new year. I can't remember what number it is, but the title of it is ringing in the new year. So if you haven't heard it, then you need to go listen to it. But anyway, he proposed Christmas night and um it's it's funny because it's like i so i knew that he had a ring well i knew that he was paying for a ring like i knew he had picked one out or whatever i did not know that he had already had it come to find out right. um 
for for those of you who like to think that he only proposed because he got me pregnant, that is where that is where you're wrong. No, because that is that is actually a speculation that I've gotten. Oh wow. Um, but like uh he's had the ring since February, hiding in a Jordan one. So um that's actually very fitting for <laughs> for this. Um but he's had the ring hiding in a Jordan one since you said what, like February? Um, so, and I, I got pregnant in September. Um, but anyway, uh, so, oh, so I, so we was like joking about, this is what really like, it'd be like little shit about our relationship that I'd be like, yo, fate, man. The universe really was holding us the fuck down. So, okay. So I had asked him, I had asked him what i forgot how it came up in the conversation oh because he was like um he was like you know after we was talking about the engagement and stuff like that i was like he was like yeah that's why every time like um when i would be gone for a long time or whatever and i'm not a suspicious person like i'm just like whatever if you're going to hang out or whatever errands you're going to run like okay um but he was like, but one day I had called him and I was like, where you at? And he was like, oh, I'm coming from Tyson's. And I was like, all right. And I, like I said, I'm not a suspicious person. So I'm not going to be like, well, what you all, why you all the way in Tyson's or whatever? So he, but he was like, you know, all them times I had went to Tyson's, I was going to like do shit for the ring, like pay on it or like check on it or like, you know, make sure everything was okay. So I was like, well, why you was good? Why you go all the way to Tyson's? <laughs> and so funny story end in 2015 the year we met he had came down to maryland and uh he had came down to visit me and he had like hung out for like a couple days or something like that like the weekend or something and we had like gone to brunch and then um from brunch we had went to brunch in like bethesda or somewhere in montgomery county and then from there we had went to tyson's together right and so we ended up going into the jewelry store so that he could get his chain clean solely for him to get his chain clean and i think y'all know me enough to know by now i hate the mall um but it was you know i was with him that was my nigga well, we was like, in the mall, you bought stuff. that's what i'm saying yeah, like saying. i was hanging i was hanging with you so it didn't really feel like right. you know i was in the mall like i probably went at h&m and you know whatever but it, it was yeah oh i definitely went to urban outfits like you bought something right i probably bought yeah oh that was why we went to the mall because I had to get something to wear to like that floral part. Yeah. So I went. Well, anyway. <laughs> we had went into the jewelry store for him to get his um his chain clean, and so um we was like just while they was cleaning his chain, we was like walking around and we was like looking at looking at all kinds of jewelry, but we ended up looking at um engagement rings and shit. And so, like, you know, we was talking about, like, which ones we thought was, like, nice and stuff like that. This is very general. Like, this has no, it's not loaded. It don't have nothing behind it because we were literally just there as homies, as friends. Like, we was just vibing. We was just, you know, kind of like if you go into a very casual, like, if same, same, it was the same energy behind if we was in a sneaker store together and we was talking about what sneakers we like versus what sneakers was we didn't like or whatever. So he was just like looking at um at rings or whatever. And so he was taking pictures of like certain rings that like just caught his eye. And this is something that he does in general, like especially for him not having, you know, an Instagram or nothing like that. He just takes pictures of shit shit that he like that like his 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 phone is kind of like his scrapbook, I guess you could say. Like he just takes pictures of random shit. So, um, cool shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ran- <laughs> random cool shit. So. <laughs> hey, I see how you carry it, though. You just, you, 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 you out of pocket. <laughs> you definitely out of pocket. <laughs> so, he had, now, don't get me wrong. When he had taken pictures, I did give him a little side eye, like, what bitches he, it's like, no, but, <laughs> but he had, he had taken pictures of, like, random cool shit that he liked or whatever. And so he had taken a couple of pictures of um, rings or whatever. And we, like I said, we was in Tyson's. So fast forward to to 2020 or when, I I don't know when you got the ring, 2019, 2020 or whatever. He was like, when I asked him, well, what made you go to Tyson's? He basically had that, 
had the pictures in his phone from when we both was like, oh, I like this ring. Right. Um, and he used that picture to either find the same exact ring or use it as a reference to find my ring. Ain't that sweet? That's not sweet. <laughs> that is sweet as shit. Sweet. Because, like, you couldn't have done that with anybody else. Like, Because oh, it, it was that story. I mean, it's just... No, I just I pay attention to how I move. So you couldn't have had done that with anybody. No, no, else. that's what I mean. No, you're right. That's what I'm just saying. I pay attention to how I move, and it just if you just step back and you see how you're moving, you gravitate towards like you know. In hindsight, yeah, everybody is you know. I, I, it's like for one, you had to remember that that situation even happened. You had to remember right. that you had those pictures even in your phone or not even in your current phone. I think you said you had to get the pictures from like an old phone or something like that. Yeah. But like you had to remember those things. That's why I'm saying like the universe don't be fucking around. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at this point we have like I said, well, I mean, we say we've been together for 5 years. I mean, we have really. I've been, Literally from the beginning of 2015, I've learned essentially everything about him and vice versa. Like we learned each other within the first two weeks. Like we learned e about each other's parents. We learned about how about each other's upbringing. We learned about each other's life story. We learned about each other's jobs, how we got there, where we lived before, um, why we why we are where we are at the present day. Or why we were where we were at the present day. Like, we knew everything about each other. And so, like, I always say when people be like... Like, I, I, I hate when people judge other people and they be like, mm, they moving so fast. Like, they... Not us in particular, but, right. like, when you, when you hear about couples who have only been together for, like, three months and then they, you know, they get married or something like that. It's like, I feel like I knew everything about this nigga in the first two weeks of knowing him. <laughs> and because... Especially because in the first... Two weeks of knowing him, his car was stolen um, and totaled, so he had to he had to get his car damaged out and stuff like that. And his grandmother passed away, and so I had I had I had learned how he worked under pressure. I had learned how he mourned. I had learned how he how responsible he was. You know, I had learned a lot of things about him within the first two weeks of knowing him. And so, if we if we were at a space where like we wanted to be to get be together yeah. at that point, we probably could have been. But you know, we just we weren't yeah, I, there or whatever. I but messed that up. <laughs> no, I would have messed it up too. <laughs> at that time, I definitely would have. I would have messed it up too. And I'm glad I didn't because. You know, of course, you know, people like, why did you, I was trying to, I was with you. But if I would have, where I was at in life at that time. No, I I never even asked him. It would have been heartache and tears. <laughs> and I wasn't there kind, either. Because I just, when you're not ready for something. Yeah. You just have to, you have to feel it. And No I way I was, I had just gotten out of a relationship in like August of 2014. I was, I was living my best <laughs> single life. Okay. You <laughs> Yo, he, you, can, you can sleep with me. Mm -hmm. No, I know how you carry it. I already know. I mean, I wouldn't be here if I didn't know. But I, right. but I, what I will say is that people, when you're like, when you're humble and when you're you're genuine and you really care about people and you really are fearless about being yourself all the time. Since I was a kid, I always stepped out of myself and looked at myself. I'm like, oh, okay. It helped me understand what I wanted to become and how I, you know, I wanted to navigate through life, even through mistakes. You know, so you would take different pieces of different energy from other people. Like if you see them messed up, I know not to do that. Yeah. And when I, so when I met her, it was like, well, this woman is fearless. She's not afraid of being herself mm -mm. no matter what. Mm -mm. So I'm like, that resonated with me very much, especially when you get a lot of flack that you not, because some people get flack for being themselves and it, and it sits on them. But I just be like, nah, I'm good either way. Yeah. Like it don't matter. Me so, too. And I'm I good, felt like... that at, after I felt that, I'm like, Oh, this aligns with what I want to do, but I'm, just I'm not, not ready. I'm just literally not yeah. ready because I'm going to mess that up. Yeah. So I'm like. And you don't necessarily think about how you're going to mess it up at the time. Nah, but, but you just know, when you look back yeah. at when you look back on that year, it's like, no, it's no way we would have worked out, which is why, you know, like I said, everything like when he when we stopped talking for those few months, it allowed both of us to to like determine what kind of real feelings we had for each other or whatever. But. Anyway, I say all that to say from 2015 to 2021, where we are now, we are, this is my motherfucking dog. 
this is my nigga. Like, this, this is my, risky. this is my best friend for real. Like, all we do is laugh. All we do is fucking sing songs that we make up out of nowhere. Um, shoot the shit, shoot the breeze. He knows me from the inside out. Like, the, I don't know if the, if I could have been with anybody as secure, as cool, as funny as I am. <laughs> Like no, but like we literally matches we literally match each other's energy on like every on like every area. Even even on the areas where like we don't match each other's energy, we still match each 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 other's energy. Even down to down to like, for example, smoking and drinking. Like I drank a little bit. Um, I smoke obviously, well, clearly not now because you know, little baby, but um I smoke weed, I drink, well, I, you know, sip wine now, but, you know, I participate in certain vices that, like, he's never done before in his life, but he also never judged me or don't judge, and doesn't judge me for anything that I do, and so, you know, people be like, "Mm, how you with a nigga that don't, that don't, you know, drink, or he gotta at least drink, and I'm like, no, he don't, (laughs) no, no, he does not, Um, and so, like, it's like little things like that, like, we agree on even even on area on things that he don't do or things that he don't want to do, he doesn't limit me and vice versa. We don't lim- we don't set limitations for one another. Like so, like we completely align. Like allow ourselves to be our whole individual selves separately in order to come together and be like this massive. Just like I don't want to say power couple because I think right. that shit is a little like it's cliche and it's it's not. It's not something that I would even use to define us because I, like, this is literally like my fucking, like, my nigga. Like, and all I wanted, all I ever wanted, because I never really visualized what my, what my relationship would look like, especially not for the rest of my life. But like, I knew that if I had somebody that I was going to be with for the rest of my life, I literally only just wanted a, and it's... (laughs) Ironically, it's a Plan B commercial on on the TV. <laughs> but uh, and why she got that afro? They really be trying to take this like this this power to the black people, but marketing shit. Anyway, um, it is a lot of layers to that. But uh, I knew that I really just I didn't necessarily want like you know a husband or whatever. I just wanted a fucking best friend that I could be with for the rest of my life and that's what I got and so like for me I don't I like you know he if you want to throw labels on it he is my boyfriend he is my child's father he is my fiance but I call him my life partner because this is my partner going throughout life like this is my motherfucking nigga you know what I mean so sometimes it, it gets a little weird when you describe your significant other as just your partner because it's a term that's typically used in like homosexual relationships but for me this is my life partner you know what i mean so that is more powerful to for me to be able to say this is my life partner it feels more powerful than to just be like this is my boyfriend baby daddy husband or fiance or whatever even though he is all of those things this is my motherfucking life partner yeah those words all titles just hold energy yeah and, and they hold respect they do, but so they can also set limitations and they can put s- a certain pressure or like right. certain thing, like just, and it's like, why, like, why, why create, why, it's like, if you're going to use labels, create your own definitions for them. You know what I mean? Like, create your own boundaries, create your own whatever, and make sure that they all align for what you want them. Because for me to just tip, just solely throw out baby daddy or baby right. father, it's like, it just sounds like that's just your child's father. Like, well, and but see, I guess me not ever worrying about what people. I don't. I want to say I don't worry about what people think. I just don't worry about what, what people's emotions are behind what they think. Yeah. Because everybody's going to think something. Yeah. But the emotion behind it can't be genuine or really having understanding because you don't know. Yeah. So I don't never worry about any of that stuff. So. Or anything like that. But I. But I will. Knowing the world and knowing how people react, you do have you operate a certain way to protect your peace and protect your loved one's peace. So you you know you say certain things and you handle things a certain way, but you being a person you would have a genuine understanding of what you are in any given moment 
at any given day. And that's and that's what it's all about. And you just gotta with all, trust yourself. With all that being said, because now I'm coming on that time when it's time for us to head off to the aquarium. Oh wow. It's yeah, it's two oh eight. Um You wanna be in selling all these non memory moments that you don't remember. Well, that's why we have you here today, my man, pop, to, pop, right? to fill in where I, I left off or whatever. But don't do me like I'm a Christmas special. Like, well, that's why we have you here. Like, now we have to go. Like, don't do that. It's time yeah. to wrap this thing up. You out of pocket. So, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. I know I had a lot of fun. Um, I also that look right. mad good, so I that look mad good. <laughs> that, that helps a lot. That should be on a t-shirt or something. <laughs> that good. helps a lot. As I was saying earlier, I have on this cat suit, um, but I have on um, uh, vegan leather blazer from my, my my other really good friend, my my um, other best friend Crystal. Her clothing boutique weekend um, chic, and they actually just dropped some more pieces today. Um, so shout out to Weekend Chic for oh, yeah, shout out for uh for the for lacing me with like this you know this nice little blazer. Right, it, it was it complimented my cat suit so well because I was really looking for something to put on over top. But anyway, you know it's prenatal night in Magic City, so you, you know what I mean. All right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and we are in Atlanta. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he get on my nerves. Anyway, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for pulling up on me on my birthday. If you wanna, um, you know, drop me a little, a little coin. My cash app is Brio, um, <laughs> dollar sign, B R I zero W E. Um, oh, that's Crystal FaceTiming me now. So I, um, I appreciate. Look, no, for real, she's really calling. Ah, I appreciate y'all, uh, for pulling up. Uh, thank you for listening. Yo, thank you. Thank you, Corey, for um, pulling up to the pod. Um, thank y'all for listening. Happy Valentine's Day. And until next time, I holla. <laughs>